thanks for listening to Worship Local. This is a special podcast because October is Pastor's Appreciation Month. So this podcast is my way of saying Happy Pastor's Appreciation Month, Kent Young. I want to share a few things that make make Kent such an amazing pastor. We'll hear a few things from our church members about Kent. And ultimately, I hope this podcast helps you love and support your pastors better. In a lot of ways, Kent Young and his wife, Sheila, are the answer to a prayer that Andrew Self and I prayed for feverishly before we launched Frontier Church. Because uh, when we launched Frontier Church five years ago, we didn't want to be just a young, dumb, reckless, and reformed church that resembled Lord of the Flies with like <laughs> just, <laughs> just a bunch of young kids running around on an island by themselves trying to build some sort of society. That's a horrible idea. And so, one request that we frequently prayed for in those early days was for God to bring more seasoned saints to our church to help us. And so, I still remember one of the first Sundays that Kent and Sheila visited Frontier. I uh, I don't think there was a glowing halo around their heads when they walked through the doors of Woolies that morning. But Lord knows that I saw a halo above their heads that morning because we had prayed so much for older saints. And uh, when they came through the doors that morning at Woolies, it turns out that their children, Rob and Julie Young, and their kids had started checking out Frontier Church maybe a week or two earlier. And here's where it gets really pretty crazy. I think that the first Sunday, or maybe it was one of the first Sundays that Kent and Sheila visited Frontier Church, was the morning when I was preaching on one of our three goals, specifically the goal that we wanted to be our grandchildren's church. The goal is a vision for building a church that is timeless and endures the test of time so that it becomes the type of church that our grandchildren inherit from generation to generation, right? It's like a goal of, we want to build a timeless church that endures. And so, as the Lord would have it, there's Kent sitting next to his grandchildren in church listening to a sermon about some young church plant wanting to become their grandchildren's church. That's crazy, right? It's crazy because this is a pretty audacious goal, especially in an age when churches pop up, blow up, and fold up overnight. But it's maybe even a more audacious goal when you think about the fact that the pastor who's preaching about planting his grandchildren's church doesn't even have children yet, let alone grandchildren. Um, But I think that's one of the ways that God answered our prayer for older, wiser, seasoned saints. He gave us Sheila and Kent Young. And then, when we asked our church to nominate our first wave of pastoral candidates, Kent's name came up in quite a few nominations. It turns out our church was absolutely in love with him. My favorite nomination actually came from his son, Rob, four years ago. Um, And my favorite, the reason why that's one of my favorite nominations is because how many of us, knowing our fathers so well and seeing our fathers in private situations, would ever nominate our dads for the role of pastor? But Kent Young is the type of man whose character and dignity is so sound and consistent that even his son nominated him to become a pastor at Frontier Church. 
One of my favorite stories about Kent is when the pastoral candidates all jumped into a van for a couple days and went to Kansas City for a church conference. I, um, as a young guy and uh, as a young gun, as a young lead pastor, I was kind of secretly wondering what Kent would think of our pastor's chemistry. Because if you know all of us, you know that we love Jesus and we take theology seriously and we love the Bible and we love holiness and we love doctrine. Um, But as a team, we also have a unique chemistry where we love making fun of each other. It's our pastoral team's love language. We constantly razz and rib each other and make fun of each other. And I was kind of wondering what Kent would think about all of the poking and joking. And here's where I knew that Kent wasn't just a good character fit for our team, but a good chemistry fit for our team. After those couple of days in Kansas City on our ride back, I asked all the pastoral candidates in the car what they enjoyed most about the conference. And, you know, most of the pastors said, well, I like this sermon, or I like that sermon, or I like the bookstore, whatever it was. And when it was Kent's turn to share, he said, what I love most about our time together is how much you guys express your love for one another by making fun of each other. (laughs) When he said that, I knew it, man. I loved it. So let me explain Kent's pastoral ministry to our church this way. When Kent is present at a pastoral team meeting, he raises the quality of everybody at the meeting. When Kent's gone, I honestly feel the quality of our team drop. We're less focused, we drift more, and we waste more time. But when Kent is there, the godliness, the maturity... And the wisdom of each pastor rises in quality. That's what you want in a pastor. And that's what type of pastor Kent Young is. So... It's Pastor Appreciation Month, and so I thought it might be helpful to answer the question, what does a pastor do, and what in the world is a pastor? We take pastoring seriously at Frontier. A pastor is not just a decision maker or a part of a board of voters. A pastor is not just someone who is really gifted. Biblically, a pastor is someone who oversees the souls of the members of a local church. Uh, Because the main goal of this little podcast series is really just to thank our guys for being good dudes and good pastors. We have awesome pastors. But I also wanted to use these podcasts to raise our pastor IQ as a church and to get a better and more biblical grip on who a pastor is and what a pastor does. So rather than me just reading from our church's documents and policies, I want us to hear it straight from the horse's mouth. There are many biblical texts for pastors, and many more than just these five, but these five are some of my favorites, and they really kind of give the appropriate texture and flavor to what a pastor is. So, how does the Bible describe the office of the pastor? Here it is in Titus. Paul admonishes Titus by saying, quote, Appoint elders in every town as I directed you, for an overseer, as God's steward, must be above reproach. 
He must not be arrogant or quick-tempered or a drunkard or violent or greedy for gain, but hospitable, a lover of good, self-controlled, upright, holy, and disciplined. He must hold firm to the trustworthy word as taught so that he may be able to give instruction in sound doctrine and also to rebuke those who contradict it. Or here's the book of Hebrews. Whoever wrote Hebrews said this, quote, Obey your leaders and submit to them, for they are keeping watch over your souls as those who will have to give an account. Let them do this with joy and not with groaning, for that would be of no advantage to you. Or here's First Peter. So I exhort, exhort the elders among you, as a fellow elder and a witness of the sufferings of Christ, as well as a partaker in the glory that is to be revealed. Shepherd the flock of God that is among you, exercising oversight, not under compulsion, but willingly as God would have you. Not for shameful gain, but eagerly. Not domineering over those in your charge, but by being examples to the flock. And when the chief shepherd appears, you will receive the unfading crown of glory. Or here's the book of Acts. Paul, in the book of Acts, speaking to the elders at Ephesus, says, Pay careful attention to yourselves and to all the flock in which the Holy Spirit has made you overseers to care for the church of God, which he obtained with his own blood. Or here's the book of 2 Timothy. Paul's writing to his beloved protege, Timothy, a really young pastor, and he says to Timothy, Preach the word. Be ready in season and out of season. Reprove, rebuke, and exhort with complete patience and teaching. That's what the Bible says a pastor is, and that's what the Bible says a pastor does. So I thought it'd be fun as we bring this podcast to a close to read a couple quotes from our church members and not just from me about what our church says about Kent and what they love about Kent. There were a lot, but I'm limiting it to our kind of a top five here. So comment number one, Kent is able to leverage his wisdom and experience to be an effective counselor and coach for Christ. His questions pierce through my peripheral issues to the heart of the matter. And my discussions are always helpful with Kent, and they fly by like a discussion with an old friend. Comment number two. Kent, as I have been observing close up for a long time, this happens to be from Sheila, has the fruits of the Spirit that make him a great pastor. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Kent has been an amazing and patient teacher in my life and in the lives of our now adult kids and countless children and teens in Sunday schools and freedom for youth. This is also true with a wide array of grandchildren whom he loves deeply. Man, you just, you just gotta love that comment from Sheila. Here's comment number three. Kent, to me, is a tangible extension of God's grace in my life. He's proven to show us slowness to speak, 
to listen intently and purposefully and exemplifies biblical wisdom to us. That makes him a great pastor and one that I truly see as a mentor for us. We love you dearly, Kent, and we appreciate all that you've done for Frontier and for the individuals you care for and for our family specifically. Thank you and we love you. Comment number four. Maybe you see a theme here. Kent is a great man of wisdom. I remember one instance where my husband and I were seeking advice and wisdom in a situation and his loving kindness, him and Sheila heeded wisdom that gave us life and love in their response. Even in discomfort, they still gave us God's word and declared it good over us. We're so blessed by Kent and Sheila and we're so grateful for them and their love for the Lord and his wisdom. Here's comment number five. Kent is kind, wise, and servant-hearted. He's a great role model for husbands and fathers. I've never seen Kent in a bad mood ever. Man, I just love those five comments. It's so clear and evident how much our church loves Kent. So, when you see Kent next, church, make sure you tell him thank you for being our pastor. One of the things that everybody says when they spend time with Kent is they comment on his wisdom. Kent doesn't just have book knowledge or head knowledge or philosoph- like philosophical knowledge. Kent has that wisdom that is so hard to attain. He has that wisdom that so few of our other pastors have yet to attain. And I'm not exaggerating when I say that he raises the quality of our whole team. In fact, whenever I sit at the table with Kent, I find myself growing because I'm in the presence of somebody that I want to become like. In fact, I would, I would say, think of it this way, church. The Proverbs say, how much better to get wisdom than gold. That literally makes Kent more precious to Frontier Church than gold, guys. It's, it's more precious to have Kent than it is a huge church budget. So, we love you, Kent Young. Happy Pastor's Appreciation Month, bro.